Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. With Alex Trebek once again. Yeah, of course, last night's episode of Jeopardy was the first since Alec died. So before it aired, executive producer Mike Richards paid tribute to him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he said, over the weekend, we lost our beloved host, Alex Trebek. This is an enormous loss for our staff crew, for his family, for his millions of fans. He loved this show and everything it stood for. He will forever be an inspiration for his constant desire to learn, his kindness, and for his love of his family. Hmm. There are 35 episodes remaining, and they will all air because that's what Alex wanted. He said, on behalf of everyone here at Jeopardy, thank you for everything, Alex. And of course, the last episode we told you yesterday is going to air on Christmas Day. I read somewhere that um, that the contestants do not get their money until the episode airs. And if for oh. whatever reason the episode does not air, it is the policy that they don't get anything. Oh, it, so Alex wanted to make sure. It, Seriously? It is, everybody got their money. Yeah, the money that they win is contingent upon the show airing. It's wow. part of the deal. Wow. Evidently. I wonder what other kind of reasons there would be for a show not to air. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if that's ever happened. I wonder if there's ever been a contestant that hasn't gotten their money. Mm-hmm. I was uh, watching, well, I forget if it was Access Hollywood or something last night, and they were talking to one of the producers about his passing. And Alex said that if he could pick, like, this is, they talked to him, like, leading up to him, and they were like, you know, if you could pick any way to go or, you know, how would it go? And he said that he wanted to pass away on the swing, on this particular swing with his wife. And the producer was like, and I'll be darned if he didn't do it exactly that same way. Yeah. It was just such a neat, like, moment. And I guess he had read the swing that he used to swing on with his wife. He just rebuilt it, like, seven months ago. Oh, wow. And that he just refurbished it and redid it. And they went out to swing together, and it just kind of happened. I'm like, ah. Yeah, he was a handy guy. Yeah. You know, I he guess had, he uh, liked building stuff and redoing things. Did like, it all re- the time. Yeah. Like, he had skills. Mm-hmm. He's super smart. And he had a killer workshop, too. And just seemed like a really good human. Just yeah. really kind and generous. Yeah. This video has millions of hits on YouTube, but it's it's getting even more now that we've lost Alex. These are outtakes of him promoting phone Jeopardy back in the 80s, where it appears that he may be having a beer and then a, a glass of wine while recording. So keep watching Jeopardy 24 hours a day and call this number... Yeah, dumb son of a... 
You don't watch it 24 hours a day. All right, we got to take a break here. Uh, your e-news continues next, but first we check the roads. Here's Tori now. <laughs> Pfizer announced that they might be close to a COVID vaccine. In what could be a potential breakthrough in the battle against COVID, a vaccine developed by Pfizer and BioNTech has shown a 90% efficacy rate. Yeah, a vaccine could be on the way. Americans were excited until they realized it means they'll have to attend 50 weddings in June. Pfizer announced they've been working on a vaccine that is more than 90% effective in preventing the coronavirus. That's right. The makers of Viagra figured out how to give everyone a boner again. So they're hoping to have 15 to 20 million doses available and approved by the end of the year, which is great news. I never thought I'd be rooting for a big pharmaceutical company, but I also never thought I'd be rubbing Purell on my vegetables. A British grocery chain has launched a new line of festive holiday donuts, including a new cronut they're calling Santa's Yum Nut. The last person to use that phrase got fired from the mall. 640, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We got clouds on the increase and rain moving in this evening. We'll see a high in the mid-70s. It is 60 at Cincinnati's Q102. So CBS is taking a huge step toward diversity. From here on out, they've got a new rule. All of its unscripted shows have to have casts that are at least 50% non-white. That includes Survivor, Big Brother, and Love Island. Also, CBS will commit at least 25% of its annual unscripted budget to projects created or co-created by minorities. And they want at least 40% representation in writers' rooms. The network is saying the reality TV genre is an area that's especially underrepresented and needs to be more inclusive across development, casting, production, and all phases of storytelling. All right. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Meanwhile, Blue Ivy Carter has already appeared on songs by her parents, Beyonce and Jay-Z, and now she's got her own gig. She narrated the audiobook version of Hair Love by Matthew A. Cherry. He posted a a preview clip, and I'm told it's pretty cute. Uh, You can listen to it on Audible if you have an account, or you can sign up for a free preview, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, let me see if I can uh, pull this clip up. When my hair is in two puffs, I'm above the clouds <laughs> like a superhero. My hair even does magic tricks. One day, Rocky and I were playing outside when along came the rain. From large to small, it went presto, just like that. How cute is There's that? There's nothing my hair can't do. Yeah, the book is about a dad trying to do his daughter's hair for the first time. Cherry also turned it into an Oscar-winning short film, and it's now being made into a series at HBO Max. Cute. Yeah. Love it. 
All right, so Mike Tyson is out doing some publicity for his upcoming pay-per-view fight with Roy, jo- Roy Jones Jr. Sweet. on November 28th in a recent podcast. He insisted that he's never done steroids, but he did admit to cheating drug tests by using his kid's pee. Really? Yes. We were talking earlier before we came in here about the Wizenator, yes. which was a prosthetic... You put clean urine. Yeah, in I put, no, I put my baby's urine in it. Oh I'm just, my god! And sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping that one day I use my wife. And my wife said, "Baby, you better not hope that he comes back pregnant or something." <laughs> yeah. And I said, "No, so we ain't gonna use you no more. We're gonna use the kids because I got scared that it might come back pregnant." Like you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Wow. <laughs> Aren't there other things other than pregnancy, though? I mean, if you try to use the opposite sex's pee, isn't there? Can't they? Can't they tell the tell gender? Immediate, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's other stuff in there other than makes that sense. makes it different. Yeah, like this pee is from a zebra. It's so, I wonder, <laughs> so I wonder. I wonder if baby pee is different than adult pee. This is so pure. I know. Yeah. I'm like, what? There's is nothing going in here. Um. He did use one of the Wizenators, which includes a fake manhood. He said the witnesses didn't want to look too closely anyway, so. No. He said, I had a brown Wizenator. Hmm. The guy the guy was so bleeping macho, he was scared. I whipped it out, and he was like turning, hey, man, take the bleeping cup, this macho guy. You didn't want to look at me. No. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Oh, Mike. Hey, Nathan uh, Apodaca. The the dream skateboard guy with the cranberry juice mm-hmm. yeah. became so famous. And Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, made America happy again when he posted that TikTok of himself skateboarding, drinking his cran raspberry juice, listening to Dreams by <laughs> Fleetwood Mac, and just vibing. <laughs> and uh, over the weekend, he made himself happy by proposing to his girlfriend Estella Chavez. He got down on one knee Saturday night at the Nobu Hotel at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas and popped the question, and she said yes. Nice. He put a $22,000 rock on her finger. What? I was going to say, she's in now that he's got a free car and a free house yeah. and all this other stuff that he oh got, right? Oh, my goodness. Did he get that ring for free? Woo! Yeah, things have been going well for him since he went viral. They're getting married in December. Nathan and Estella have been together 14 months. They met at the at the potato factory where he works back home in Idaho. Oh, wow. how cute is that? Yeah. So I hope he's not blowing all that money on gambling, though. And where exactly did he get all the money? People were just donating it to him because he he was looking for, like, he was his car had broken down. And that's, and that's why, why he, he was skateboarding. skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. So they, somebody started a GoFundMe page. <laughs> yes. And then and 22 grand of it just went with the diamond. Yeah. Well, the Looks Cran like. Raspberry, <laughs> the, what is it? The Ocean Spray people gave him uh, a truck. New truck. Okay. And yeah. so then he got a GoFundMe. He bought a house for his mom with a lot of the GoFundMe money. And then he was supposed to be looking for a house for himself. Gotcha. Was the last I heard. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, researchers from Western University and the University of Houston published a new study where they took a look at box office revenues for movies released between 2013 and 2017 in the U.S. And what they were looking at were spoilers. Like, do spoilers actually hurt a movie's performance at the box office? If you know what's going to happen, do you even bother to go see it? You know what? Can I just say that... I, if, if a movie is spoiled for me and I learn how it's going to go, if it's something I was interested in and, and I find out later what happens, 
it does not impact my desire to go see it. If I want to see it, I will go see it, even Same. if I know how it ends. Because now I want to know how it got from point A to point mm-hmm. B. The storytelling. I, I will go because I won't remember what someone told me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll forget. <laughs> what did she say? I don't remember. It doesn't, I'm not, it doesn't ruin it for me. Like, I remember, like, even us asking Jen about certain books or certain movies, and we're, we're like, oh, it doesn't ruin it. Because we had you ruin a lot of, like, really big stuff for us that you went to see early on. There were a lot of movies that we weren't interested in the subject matter at all, and we're like, just go ahead and tell us the ending. We're not going to go see it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you're either interested or you're not. So they were then compared what they did with the reviews to determine if the prevalence of spoiler-friendly reviews impacted the movie's draw. And they even developed a spoiler intensity measurement to characterize how much plot uncertainty there would be. So they found that spoilers have actually a positive impact on a movie's performance at the box office. Because spoilers give moviegoers plot-related content to determine if the movie sounds good enough to see. So that being said, these spoilers are being used to reduce the uncertainty of a movie. So the positive effect is mostly on lesser known mediocre films and not as much for heavily marketed blockbusters. Highly rated movies are badly rated bombs. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the positive effect. I think people are just upset when you have like an Avengers movie and you find out Iron Man is going to die at the end. Wait, Iron Man died? That's really... (laughs) Thanks a lot, Jen. Horrible to let that out of the bag too early, right? Because it's a huge blockbuster. I do remember you holding on to that one for quite a while. Yeah. Because you were like, what did you give people about three weeks before you started talking about that on the air? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, when they're huge blockbusters like that, you know, there are people that are dying to see it, but they hate crowds. Yeah. Like Jeff. So they were waiting for... Yeah. McDreamy died, too, on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Just in case you guys were wondering. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.